I mean, we're definitely not sevens. <laughs> we're solid sixes. <laughs> Howdy, folks. It is your two favorite sixes. Guys, this is my new voice. How do you like her? Okay, you sound so bashful and so nervous. I love it. I'm so nervous. I mean, my doctor specifically said, do not record a podcast in the next month. And here I am, two weeks after surgery, fresh out of it, and I'm ready to go. This is the first time in a while that we're recording together in person. It's it's so nice to feel your touch. I know. Instead of the Zoom, my overbearing presence yeah. just taking over and always overpowering Caitlin, we can now just kind of look at each other meaningfully in the eyes <laughs> and know when the other person speaks. It's great. We're also back to one mic. It's 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 rather awkward now that we're both <laughs> leaning leaning back and forth. We're but. bobbing our heads back and forth, switching <laughs> off who gets the mic real estate. It's pretty it's pretty classy, really. But guys, we really only have one small update for you here. Ready? <laughs> we're, we're moving. To- <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought you're, we're actually saying moving still. We're, we're moving, moving to, to Hawaii. Hawaii. No, not really. We're, um, we're going on an extended vacation to Hawaii. We're going on a month-long vacation, and it's less than a month, but we're telling everyone we're living there <laughs> and becoming Hawaiian <laughs> residents. So mahalo, everyone. It was nice knowing you. When I meet my new boyfriend and the surfing lesson we're taking, I'll, it was really nice doing this podcast with you. Right. And there's really nothing left to say but aloha, as aloha means hello and goodbye. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Before we jump into David, we do want to give Mr. 85 a bit of a time in his spotlight. For those of you who haven't heard our Mr. 85 episode, he's gone on 85 first hinge dates. The number is only rising. Um, rapidly. But rapidly. But we're starting this bit where he rates and reviews hinge profiles of our listeners. Yes. And to the lovely ladies who have sent them for submission, I'm sorry. We're a little behind. Um, Mr. 85 does have a full-time job. And yes, he ignores any and all of my texts. <laughs> so I'm working on it. But um, here is one submitted by Emma. Okay, Caitlin, Natalie, thank you for having me back. I'm surprised that actually I'm allowed to be here. So I'm just along for the ride. Today, we are reviewing the hinge of Emma. Emma, so nice to meet you. So happy that you think that my advice is respectable enough to create a hinge around me. Um, okay, we open with a picture of her sitting in the grass, looking nice. Great first picture, no issues there. A life goal of mine to be honorably rejected from American Idol. Here, here's the thing about that. It's honorably rejected, so it's not like Simon Cowell was like, no, you're garbage. You're garbage. It was actually pretty good, so I like that. It's funny, I would swipe right on that and say, ha then next picture, a picture with a friend of hers. It's clear that it's her. It's, it's nothing else. So I like it. She has everything filled out, lives in Fideye. Interesting choice. Okay, love it. Next, another picture with another friend. It's weird because they're both wearing the same exact outfit in the second picture and the third outfit um, and the third picture. So a little odd there, but okay. Um, okay, FMK. I love a good FMK. Always gets the conversation going. This time she did bagel, donut, croissant. I mean, the obvious answer is to kill the croissant. I'm sorry. Um, and then another picture of her and another person. Good, except this time it's black and white instead of her matching the other person. What is going on? Um, and then it ends with another picture of her and a different girl. Nice personality pic. I like it. Emma, great profile. Really not a lot of notes on this one. I would say maybe switch it up, do some pics just by yourself. Um, I mean, obviously you have everything besides the bikini picture, which at this day and age, I guess isn't too obligatory, but I mean, come on. Um, okay. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a solid profile. Like, I would totally swipe right. Everything looks great. The pictures are in the right order. I mean, 8.5. Well done. That's got to be my best rating yet. 
Well, that's really about it, folks. We are not that interesting this week, but get ready for some tropical episodes coming up. Um, We'll try to (laughs) record in Hawaii. No, we definitely will. But here is part two of your favorite, David. Okay, so Hinge Cringe. I'm going to agree with you guys on the prompts on photos. Kind of cringy. It is so hard to find photos that match well with the prompts. And even in addition to that, it gives me more ammunition to make fun of you when you right. put those up there. And it, like, if you post like my Sunday face and it's like you trying to be funny in a picture, like I will 100% be sending you in a group chat and like making fun of you. <laughs> right. So true. Like that is it's just, just so they're cringy. not funny. Like Hinge is doing a poor yeah. job of making people seem like dynamic humans. They need to hire you guys to start writing. Um, you would make them so niche and so random. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The next one is 5'11 not being a real height. And I will expose myself here. Um, I am 5'11. I am 5'11, truly. I went to the doctors the other day to get my um, stitches taken out um, from when I impaled myself on my back. Um, I am 5'11. Okay, we'll stay that story for later. Well, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll table that story. Um, I am 5'11 and I am six foot on all of my dating profiles. Of course you are. And our theory reigns true. Let's yes. go. It's 100%. not a real height. It's, it's not, not a real height. height. I don't believe people when they say they're 5'11", because if you are 5'11", it's close enough to six foot where you can round up and no one will say anything. Exactly. Or if you're shorter than 5'10", people will round up to 5'11", because it's more believable to say that than six foot. 100%. And it's been just, my theory for over a year and I stand yeah, by that. I completely agree with you guys. It is... It's 100% true. So do, do gay guys who you're trying to match with care about like your height like I feel like for girls we just want to be like oh my god I'm so much shorter than him I'm so like, little I'm so little for some reason there's this like phenomenon that gay men are short I don't know what it is but like all of so many people that I matched with on hinge are like five seven and it's like interesting so do you want to be the taller one um it it doesn't matter to me like I'm taller than ex-boyfriend number one and shorter than ex-boyfriend number two and then um shorter than current boyfriend number three so it, it honestly doesn't matter to me whatsoever um yeah the height's really not like it doesn't matter at all but i'm gonna say six feet I, yeah it doesn't matter at all but i will be blocking your profile if you're under six feet so any it's men listening say, to this it's funny that you say you're matching with guys who are five seven because same um i'm matching with guys that are my height if not shorter um so i'm in a dark place i'd rather yeah. not talk about it but yeah and you know what? One thing that short men have, they have the, f- the audacity. <laughs> and like for some reason, I don't know what it is about short men, but they're just so much more overly confident than like a 6'2", like quiet, nice guy. 100%. So it's so true. It's always the 5'7", chaotic, like message you at like just get straight to the point. Yes. Whereas like a 6'2 guy will be like, hey, want to go like get coffee or like want to like go get dinner or something. I've definitely gotten with a couple 5'8 douchebags. <laughs> Absolutely. Like that's You're the best so word to describe right. them. Yeah. When you um, get tricked by someone who's 5'7. <laughs> and you like show up and you're like looking down at them and you're like, this is not what I signed up for. You're like, why is my, why do I have butterflies? <laughs> and I'm looking down at you. <laughs> literally um and then my last hinge cringe um i dm this one to caitlin is guys who only have like large group photos or photos of themselves from like very far away on their profile tells us time but then it's also like not to be vain but like i can't even judge your physical appearance because I don't <laughs> right. think you are. it's not vain because it's like what else am i choosing you based off on i, I mean like i'm gonna look through your answers but come on 
And absolutely. And it's like also like dating apps are an app where you choose people that you are physically attracted to. Right. Yeah. And this brings me to a short anecdote. I, I did match with someone going under the alias of the Grinch on Hinge. It was all photos of Jim Carrey and from the Grinch and the location was Whoville and it was like fully sold on this. And I matched because I was curious. And then like we're fully conversing. And then I just asked, who are you? Like how tall are you? Whatever. And he's like, um, I'm actually like 23 and an elementary school teacher. If that's like a game changer for you. I'm like, no, I don't care what you do or anything like, but how tall are you? Like I must know. And he hasn't responded since. I'm like, wow, the Grinch is definitely five feet. Yeah. You scared off the Grinch. You scared <laughs> off the Grinch. And it's easier for him to be an elementary school teacher because he's closer to the ground and closer to his students. <laughs> That's so true. It turns out he's actually like a 6'4 hot yeah. teacher, which is like Natalie's type. How the Grinch stole Natalie's heart. <laughs> Coming to theaters near you very soon. <laughs> if we want to put the story back on the table of how I needed to get my stitches out, as one does on a Saturday in San Francisco bottomless mimosas it has to happen it has it's required to it's required it's a requirement it, we have a week we had a weekly standing reservation at the same place in the marina this is not even sponsored cafe boho in the marina 18 dollars bottomless mimosas they will get you so good that you have to go to the er i am living proof so we go we're doing bottomless mimosas and they're very attentive and so we finish one picture they're already on the way for the next like just love that rapid fire and we're there for two hours we're downing these mimosas and we like after that we like go back to my friend's apartment and we're like having fun and like you know me I will do anything to be funny I will do anything for the laughs yes as one does so I'm like I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a handstand okay why I thought that that was a good idea I'm not a gymnast I'm not athletic I can bear I can't even touch my toes and you're sloshed and I am gone gone tossed so I get up into this handstand and for like two glorious seconds, I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm doing the handstand. <laughs> I can fly. I'm like, I'm doing it. And then I topple over the other way. I, you know, when you like do a handstand, you're supposed to come back down. No. The side. Yes. No. I simply was too heavy on the top. My feet <laughs> went, my feet flew over me. Cankles. Okay. I would like to make it very clear to everyone on this podcast. I do not have cankles. <laughs> Miss me with the Wendy Williams cankles. No. <laughs> So I topple over and, you know, like media centers that you have your TV on, mm-hmm. the edge of that impaled my back. Oh. Like I fell like directly on it with the force of my very skinny, very skinny body. Let me repeat that with my very skinny body. I would like to make the best part of this story is your your rise to potential TikTok fame in which you did post a TikTok and now understanding that you were absolutely hammered. ER check. In the hospital. I posted one while I was in the hospital getting stitches. I literally told I told the nurse practitioner who was stitching me up that she was going to be in my TikTok. You're just on this table. Your bloody back is on in this video. Like no one wants to see that. Newsflash. Um, your open wound. You're like, hold on, wait, let me just pull this up and get the sound right. And then because I also have no shame, I posted it on Instagram too. And I posted my open bloody wound on Instagram for everyone to see. (laughs) Just like still wondering why it hasn't gone viral. Yeah. I'm literally sitting here waiting. Um, (laughs) But so like I literally like it was kind of an emergency. Like there was like an open wound on my back. And I get to the emergency room and I'm like, I I have my shirt up. Like I have my shirt up so like they can see it. And I'm like, hi, like I, I need emergency help. Like I have an open wound on my back. And the lady looks at me and goes, Sit down. We'll be right with you. Oh. I'm like, 
I'm bleeding out. I literally was like, I'm bleeding from this gash. Okay, so the nurse like gave me the paperwork and I was like, ma'am, I'm literally, ble- I'm like, I'm happy to fill out anything you need me to after you stitch me up. After you save my life. <laughs> yeah. And I was sitting there for 20 minutes with an open wound at like midnight before I got stitched up and sent home. Um, and that was the first shock of being a real adult because I'm now on my own insurance and I had to pay $250 for the ER visit. Yeah. Thank God you didn't call an ambulance and sort of your fight or flight. It was an Uber. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's better for the the coin. I can only imagine what the Uber driver thought when I got in with my shirt lifted up and an open wound on my back, but screaming. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you survived. You're thriving and surviving. Yeah. And I got the stitches taken out. So that's just like the tip of the iceberg and the many stories of David being irresponsible. I, I need I need to know more about you did text us. Oh my god, I have to say the Barcelona story. We've yeah. been eagerly on the edge of our seat waiting. Can you dive in? This is my like flagship story. Like everyone <laughs> knows this story about me. Okay. okay. Because I was you. just like it like literally defines me. This is like 90% of your personality is I'm this literally story. Like, yeah, I'm like, I went abroad. Oh my god, it like changed my life. Uh, Barcelona. No, they actually eat dinner so late in Europe. It's like crazy. <laughs> So it was the weekend of Halloween and we went to Barcelona. We land in Barcelona at midnight, the night before Halloween. And obviously in Barcelona, clubs are open until like 5 a.m. So me and my friend Michael were like, okay, let's go out. And his girlfriend at the time, Cassie, and our other friend, Sydney, were already out at a club in Barcelona. And so we're like, we'll just go and meet them. But we go to the hostel, we drop all of our stuff off, and then we go and buy a fifth of tequila and a, and a soda to chase with. And we played alley games. Alley games is where you call an Uber and then you have the amount of time that it takes for the Uber to get to you to finish all of the alcohol. What if you cancel game. the Uber? No, no, no. You take the Uber to the club. Oh, okay. So it's, it's a like one time pre- thing. Yeah, it's your pregame. So the Uber's 15 minutes away. I look at Michael and I say, we have to finish it. So back and forth, we take pulls for 15 minutes until we finish the fifth of tequila. Oh, my God. So we're sitting. Okay, also, fun fact about me. When I get drunk, I can speak Spanish. <laughs> I don't so know what it is. so glad the listeners know that about you now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. Um, but so we're in, the, we're in the taxi. It's like getting, it's like hitting us all at once. We're like, I'm like gone for it. And I'm like, oh my God, it's so good to see you guys. Like, I'm so happy we're here. Like, let's get shots. Let's get shots. And so I'm like throwing my credit card down. I bought four rounds of four tequila shots, I think. Terrifying. So we get there, we're buying shots. And then Michael and Cassie get in a fight and Cassie and Sydney leave. And I like turn to Michael and I'm like, you know what? Like, let's just have a night. I'm like, let's just like, let's just go for it, man. Because up until this point, we haven't really done much. We haven't done anything besides play alley games. (laughs) Um, And so then randomly, a friend that I knew who was studying abroad in Barcelona, like comes up to me and is like, oh my God, like, what are you like what are you doing here I'm like what do you mean what am I doing here it's a club like and she was like I have I'm in VIP with my promoter like do you and your friend want to come and I was like yes say less say less so we get these wristbands we go to VIP and you know how like in clubs they have the bottles of Grey Goose that are like so big that they need like a wheel to turn them like a like a human's like not supposed to pick them up the swinger yeah right so the last memory I have of that night is me picking up this the swinger bottle with my two hands and just guzzling it in the VIP section. With your um, big, strong muscles. My big, strong. <laughs> there's nothing even there. Okay. So that's the last thing I remember from the night. I wake up the next morning. Excuse me, afternoon. It's not even morning. It's 
2.30 p.m. and I wake up and I'm in a random hotel room in my clothes from the night before. And I'm like, where am I? And the phone is ringing, the like hotel room phone. And I like pick up and the front desk is like, you need to get out. We've been calling you for an hour. Like someone needs this room. And I was like, where am I? I was like, (laughs) literally, where am I? I had my phone, I had my wallet, except I look at my phone and it's split in two. (laughs) If I can describe it to you, like the back is like intact and then the screen is like hanging off of it. It's like hanging (laughs) off of it. So it's like completely in two. Okay. And so I wake up, I'm like so discombobulated and I walk downstairs and I'm like, okay, I have to figure out how to get back to my hostel. But the key card to the hostel didn't have the name of the hostel on it. It was just a white key card. Oh, And no. so I had ended up buying a random hotel room because I couldn't remember where <laughs> my hostel was. Oh, my God. So I walk downstairs and the front desk person, like, looks me up and down and, like, glares at me. And I'm like, hola. <laughs> <laughs> Como estas? Um... <laughs> And then I go, I'm a little lost. Um, do you think that I could, like, use your computer really quick? <laughs> and he was like, no. And I was like... Like, la computadora? <laughs> I'm like, donde esta la biblioteca? <laughs> and so I, I show him my phone and I'm like, please, sir. And he's like, okay, fine. So I go and I open Google and I literally Google hostels near me. And I click through every single link until I find, like, <laughs> the logo that I think, like, vaguely resembles, like, the hostel that I remember briefly from getting to at midnight the night before. Well, so you, so your friends aren't texting you because your phone split in two? I think my friends were texting me, but my okay. phone was split in two, so there's just absolutely no way that I could have received those messages. <laughs> um, and so I walk out, and the first thing that happens to me is I walk out, I step in a giant mud puddle, and, like right into my shoes and so I look like I'm homeless like I slept on the street and I'm like trying to get back to this place can't call an uber because my phone is split in two so I like walk until I just like find a taxi (laughs) I think I like cut a line of patrons waiting for taxis but I was drunk I was feeling bold I just walked right up got in it and I was like go to this place so I get back to this place luckily my key card still works so I like run up to my room all of my stuff is gone like my luggage my computer my passport and I'm like one of two things happened here one someone stole all of my stuff or two the more likely version Michael made it back here last night and took all of my stuff for me so nothing to wear so we were meeting the rest of our friends at an Airbnb for only one night on Halloween night. So I was like, he probably took all of my stuff to the Airbnb because at this point it was like 3.30 PM. And <laughs> I love how he's calmly taking your stuff to a new location yeah. as if you're definitely alive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> a lot of all faith. Know, I literally could have been dead in the street. Um, so then I like walk downstairs to the front desk person, another front desk encounter. And I was like, Hola. <laughs> Como estas? <laughs> and then I was like, I'm staying here with my friend. His name is Michael. Do you have a contact information for him? Like, I'm I can't find him. And she was like, Yeah, well, he booked through Hostel World, so like we don't make you like leave a phone number. 
um, but I can like check for you. And I was like, I was like, por favor, like, please check for me. And she was like, oh, random. He like left it. And then she wrote it down and I was like, perfect. And I was like, do you guys have a hostile phone I can use? And she goes, hmm, they're actually broken today. I was like, this like could not get any worse. So then I go, can I use your cell phone? <laughs> I was like, I like am in need. And she looked at me and I held up my phone, screen dangling every, in all its glory. And I was like, please. And she like looked at me and she was like, okay. So I send Michael a text and I'm like, hey, <laughs> como estas? And I sent him a text and I was like, hey, like, where are you? I'm like at the hostel. And he's like, what happened? He's like, first of all, like, what happened to you? And I was like, I'll explain everything when I get there. And he was like, whose phone is this? And I was like, the nice hostel lady. She let me use it. And then I was like, where are you? And he was like, blah, 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 sent me an address. And so I get there and he's like, I took all of your stuff to the Airbnb, but we can't check in for like another hour. So we wait an hour. I like get some food in me, like an acai bowl because I'm healthy, (laughs) detoxing from the night before. Walk up. This acai bowl will cure you from the alley games, the four rounds of tequila, the whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And so then I walk up to the Airbnb. Obviously my phone's broken. And so I like walk in, I'm like, Hola, como estas? Everyone is literally like, do you know? Like, and I was like, no, I don't know. I was like, no, I don't. It was 5 p.m. when I walked in and my friend Lindsay was like, no one could find you. No one knew where you were. Like Michael didn't know where you were. I called the jails around the Barcelona clubs to ask if like an American had been taken in. Oh, because I later come to find out I decided it would be fun to take my pants off in the VIP section and tell everyone that um, they're all jealous that they're not in the VIP section like me. Okay. Oh my God. Underwear on, I'm hoping? Underwear on, for sure. I'm not not that (laughs) confident. Um, Underwear (laughs) on. And then I later come to find out a girl in Akio, I was in her taxi cab that night and asked the taxi driver to take me to McDonald's. (laughs) <laughs> I'm speechless. I'm literally and, speechless. Yeah. So, oh, and also, apparently, Lindsay had a missed call from me at four in the morning that she didn't answer because she was rightfully asleep. And her boyfriend, Luke, was like, way to go, Lindsay. Like, that was one, that was David's, like, one call in jail, <laughs> and you missed it. And now he's dead. And now he's dead on the that- side of the street. Um. So, yeah, that's my, that's my Barcelona story. Um. I went through okay. three phones abroad. I... Oh, my God. Never oh looked at my credit card bill because that's like such bad vibes. You only go abroad once. Such bad vibes. <laughs> I was living I'm my sorry. life. Okay, yeah. that's insane. That's terrifying. And the fact that I like didn't first had no like reverence for my personal safety, like just wandering around the streets of Barcelona at like five in the morning. Also that I like didn't get kidnapped. Like it would have been so easy to just like snatch me right off the street. Right. hundred percent. Are you, are you offended that you didn't get kidnapped? I, mean, I was like, about to say like, all, all, like, not, like, all the gay Europeans just like yeah, see like, your stunning American ass. Just am I not strutting? pretty enough? I actually yeah. don't have, I don't have a butt. It's like literally plank. It's flat. <laughs> thank God your flat ass <laughs> saved your life yeah. that night. <laughs> and we, and we thank her for that. We give thanks. We thank her. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm in shock. That's, I'm speechless. That's like I wish I had more commentary to say. I just like, I'm speechless. I, I sat here mouth agape. Yeah, it, it leaves a lot of people speechless. That, I think that might be the worst story. But the story that I like cannot financially recover from was when I missed my flight to Paris. Um, <laughs> Still working through the financial ramifications of that to this day? Or? <laughs> if there's one thing I am, it's a fun time. A, dest- <laughs> a destructive force. But Everything you do 
is for content and everything you've done in the past was subconsciously in preparation for this podcast. So yes. I thank you for that. Yes. 100%. And it's us again. <laughs> Just us. Sam's David. David, thank you for being so open. Thank you. He's not here. Okay. <laughs> We are so happy to have had David in the studio. His energy was amazing. We had to do two episodes. Follow him again at David D. Ferris on both Insta and TikTok if you liked his content. But more importantly for us and our content, follow at Two Solid Sixes <laughs> on Instagram and also give us a rating or a review. And by rating, I mean five stars and five stars only. Right. But by review, I mean something super nice and heartfelt about how much <laughs> you love us. On a public stage, you can put your name or you could be anonymous, anything. We're just uh, we're just desperate for ratings, really. Maybe if you're thinking what not to post, um, I would take this guy, Keen Proc FCNDJS, as an example. The subject of the review was meh, and the content was more like solid fives at best. Now, I would say something not like that. It's something more along the lines of, this podcast is so relatable, so down to earth, funny. It reminds me of my group of friends. Thank you, C Right Six Two Six. Exactly. And so, be more like C Right Six Two Six. Really, when you're when you're doing this, less like Mister Meh, because um, <laughs> that hurts, you know. And we are people at the end of the day. So, um, thank you for listening. See you in Hawaii. Mahalo.